Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This is the Broadway Boys Podcast through the Hockey Podcast Network, and we are back with Season 5, Episode 17, as the New York Rangers come off a huge win against the New Jersey Devils. What a game that was, just an absolute wild ride emotionally, uh, just, you know, from taking the lead to falling, you know, behind to getting the lead again and just hanging on and... Just, uh, yeah, what a roller coaster ride that was. And man, I think we all needed that win. And I know last podcast, Andy and I, who Andy is not here tonight, unfortunately, uh, we both agreed that, you know, the game wasn't a must win. It probably felt a little bit more necessary for the Devils to win that game in order to get right. But. Uh, yeah, for the New York Rangers to come out and find a way to win there, it's just absolutely huge. You know, there's just so many elements of this game to talk about. But, uh, you know, I'll, I'm almost happy Andy's not here because then I can go full-fledged tinfoil hat because uh, clearly the New York, uh, I shouldn't say New York, the NHL uh, have an agenda against the New York Rangers. It's pretty crystal clear. There's no other way to put it. Um, you know, I, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist here, but this one is, uh, you can't really defend it anymore. I mean, even, uh, Vince Mercogliano, uh, you know, he, he almost had to tip his cap to the conspiracy theorist and say there might actually be something, uh, Valaket is pretty much on board. Um, it, it's starting to really, really become apparent that this is not just the fans overreacting it is clear like fuck the rangers we are not calling and i don't think it's anything about well i shouldn't say this i i should say i don't think the league has a a problem against any individual player management i think this is direct attack against dolan i think they don't like dolan um for some reason uh, that's that's my basis to this because it really wouldn't make sense considering, you know, I don't think they would have a problem with Drury or or Lafayette or any of the players. It just, you know, doesn't seem like there'd be 
there's no narrative there. I think this has to be some rift that they maybe they have with Dolan or something in Madison Square Garden. Maybe, you know, the NHL is upset with how he handles his business. Uh, you know, he's kind of a, you know, a F you, I'll do it my way type of uh, owner. I don't know. I really don't know. But there's a clear cut. There's no other way to put it. Uh, attack against the New York Rangers. But that doesn't stop us because when you're going to play, you know, fuckery games against us, you know, the hockey gods take note. And that's exactly what happened. They, they, they answered, they straightened things out. And that's what happens. You overcome adversity, you know, you, 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 you know, tire skates a little bit tighter and you, and you, and you gear up for another period of hockey. And it doesn't matter what the refs try to do, what Toronto tries to do, it is ultimately up to the New York Rangers. And if you keep working hard, good things happen. Go to the net. Jimmy VC. let's fucking go. Two points in regulation against the New Jersey Devils. Oh, God. I, I, I've never been happier. I don't know the last time I was this happy about a regular season win. And to be honest with you, I wasn't even going to be that upset if they lost. It's just... It's, it's just the principle of everything. And, and you know, it, it's it's really, you know, I, I'm just I'm trying to find the, the correct term terminology for this. You know, in my opinion, I, I think it is, uh, it's the lack of inconsistency with the officiating. It's the changing of the calls on the ice. Just, it they never go the Rangers way or, you know, even something as the, you know, the elbowing, elbowing um, that McLeod had, it just, it, I don't think that was a major penalty, but I think every normal person watched that and said, all right, that's two minutes, maybe not a major, but that was two minutes. It, it just, it's, it's bizarre to me that this is now the second time. And this is like all, you know, we're not many games into the season. It's not like we're in you know, game 50, you know, we've all played, you know, just under 20 games here. And it's just seen, it's like, it's week after week that there's these weird calls. So yeah, uh, you know, before I get into the game, you know, I'll, let me get into the game right now. You know, the New York Rangers going into this again, I, I didn't think it was a must win game. Uh, we built a nice cushion for ourselves. We still have injuries up and down the lineup. You know, it was Igor's first game back. It was Jack Hughes's first game back. You knew, um, Igor was going to be shaky. You knew Jack Hughes was going to have, you know, go off and at least score one. Uh, you know, you have, um, you know, Filipino still out, which does not look good. You know, I, it's getting to the point with him and concussions that, you know, and, you know, I, I not being overreactive here. I, I, I really hope he's okay because these are the type of injuries that, you no longer play the sport anymore because it's the, the long-term effects and you know, the, the, the struggles that a player will have after his career with brain damage and head injuries is, is awful. And, you know, obviously I don't know every detail and nor do the fans, but I hope that whatever Filipino is dealing with isn't, you know, isn't going to progress to that later in his life. So, um, let me begin with that. Um, so yeah, the New York Rangers, you know, no Heedle, no Fox, uh, you know, Shesterkin's first game who we all know Shesterkin definitely takes some time, time to, you know, get into it. 
you know, I thought, uh, you know, I thought he played a good game. He got better as, as it went on. I think it helped that the devils were constantly peppering him with shots. Uh, you know, I can't blame them, but I ultimately thought that that probably helped him more, more so towards the end of the game, especially the third period, you know, just getting used to getting those, you know, um, you know, that feeling back of, you know, directing pucks the proper way and, and eating them and, just you know, playing the puck, you just felt like the as the game went on, uh, especially in the third period, you you kind of felt pretty confident that he, you know, some found some sort of rhythm there. But uh, yeah, so you, you know, you you go, you, you know, you, <laughs> you go into you know their building. You thought it was going to be buzzworthy. You know, kudos to the New York Ranger fans that certainly showed up. I mean, they made their presence felt. Uh, even, you know, at home on the couch watching TV, it was clear that the New York Rangers had a very, you know, big presence there. And yeah, you know, and uh, again, Panarin gets the the truck, uh, the, the truck, the puck in the net on the power play off an amazing, you know, tic-tac-toe play from Trocek and Gustafson. Huge power play goal. Special teams are obviously crucial in this one. And, you know, Panarin, you know, buried it just to get the you know, get the scoring going. And it was a much needed goal. You know, the first goal is always important in games like these, just to give you that extra boost and confidence. And the fact that it came on the power play is just, you know, a testament to, uh, you know, my mantra that, you know, special teams will make or break you in this league. And, you know, if you can take advantage of them, then, you know, you're going to, you're going to win hockey games. And they certainly did. Uh, And then the, the goal the first goal ever to be scored after the whistle was blown. Jack Hughes, of course, gets his uh, first goal back on his probably first shot from fucking uh, back from his injury. Now, in my in my opinion, you know, I want to again, I want to word this carefully that there's no confusion. Last week, the New York Rangers scored a goal. The puck was in the net. The ref lost sight. They blew the whistle. They went upstairs, and it was clear that the puck was over the line before the whistle was blown. When they reviewed it, they waved it no goal because there was going to be some random intent on blowing the whistle uh, prior, which made no sense because the puck was already in the net. So they give us this whole random speech about, well, there was an intent to blow the whistle. The whistle blew, so we couldn't call it a goal. All right, whatever. We fucking find a way to win, and we fucking move on, right? Then, Hughes scores his goal. The shot hits Igor. It squirts out and trickles in. And the puck, I'd say, is about five inches still from the net from the goal line when the whistle blows and then it trickles in now when they reviewed it they said that basically the whistle shouldn't mean anything because you know in the course of the shot the shot kept on going and it was going to go in but i I, i'm very confused so now is the precedent of the league now that you do not play until the whistle because the whistle means nothing. So now NHL players should be taught that you don't play until the whistle. You play until 
you cannot retrieve the puck anymore because according to the refereeing and the officiating in Toronto is that the whistle means nothing. It can be taken back. So for instance, if the goalie is fighting to cover the puck and the whistle is blown, but you still see that the puck is loose, you can then take that puck and actually shoot it into the net because just because the ref lost sight of the puck and blew the whistle, if the puck is actually still loose, it's still playable. So the old saying, play until you hear the whistle, gets thrown out the window. And now you play until you can't possibly play the puck anymore and the goalie actually freezes it. That's the precedent. That has been set by the NHL. Not me. Not the New York Rangers. Not the New Jersey Devils. The NHL. Calling Jack Hughes' goal opens up an entire, entire different outlook on what it means to play between the whistles. Because with a loose puck, if the puck is loose... And even if the whistle blows, it is still a live puck and allowed to be played. That's the new rule. So, you know, I I would love to get, you know, Andy's take on things. I'd love to get the NHL's take on it. Because you're telling me that the whistle means nothing in Jack Hughes' case. So that should mean going forward for the rest of eternity in the NHL unless the the rules actually change back to the play is dead with the whistle, which I think that's how the current rule book is written. So the NHL is going to have to really, you know, make up their mind and then I guess brief every player and fan because now there's no more playing to the whistle. It's play until you can't get to the puck anymore because if it's a live puck and it's sitting there, it doesn't matter if the referees lose their, uh, lose sight of it and blow the whistle, the whistle is arbitrary. It may not actually exist within the play. So if you hear the whistle, but see the puck, the puck is live. That whistle doesn't count. And that's the precedent that they set. And there's no arguing it, whether you like it or not. And listen, I almost agree that if you're going to go down that road, that's fine. I'm, I'm not I'm not hating on it. I'm not hating on the fact that that was called a goal. You know, maybe the whistle was blown a little too quickly. Okay. But explain to me the previous time, last week, when you told the New York Rangers that there was actually intent to blow the whistle earlier. It just, it, it I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. You know, you cannot have it both ways. You really can't. But that's the president. So I hope the New York Rangers and any hockey fans growing up, if you're a coach and you're listening to this, if you're a player, if you're listening to this, the whistle is arbitrary. It does not mean anything. You do not play until you hear the whistle. You play until you cannot get to the puck anymore. That's the rule. I didn't, it's not coming from me. It's not my bad interpretation of what happened that is what happened and that is what the officiating uh was told from toronto so 
again, throw it all out. Throw, throw the entire rule book out. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK 467369. In Connecticut, help is available for a problem gambling by calling 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. Halloween is come and gone, and now the holiday season is upon us. And you know what that means. Uh, Absolute chaos. Now, it may be too early to start decorating for the holidays, but it's never too early to start your holiday shopping. And why not take care of it now, before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a total nightmare? Especially when you can get some of the best deals of the season well before Black Friday. You can shop Raycon products right now and save up to 50% off because their early Black Friday sale is going on right now. Yep, right now. You've heard me talk about Raycon products before, uh, and I, in the past I've told you how much I love my Raycon uh, everyday earbuds, use them for when I'm working out or going on a, running errands, going on a walk so I can uh, watch some show from my laptop while I'm over uh, doing the dishes. Uh, they are incredible, and they just make the uh, mundane things a little bit more enjoyable. So, uh, yeah, absolutely a huge fan of them. Raycon first made a name for themselves in the audio space with products like their everyday earbuds, which are known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features like a 32-hour battery life and a perfect in-ear fit for all-day wear and lasting comfort. And just this past year, they expanded their entire business with the introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon PowerTech. Their five-star reviewed Magic 180 cable allows you to charge iOS, micro-USB, and Type-C devices eight times faster with 100-watt power delivery. And their faucet filter ultra filters in the water in your tap against chlorine and heavy metals. It's a must-have for ensuring that the water you use to wash your face and brush your teeth is, you know, actually clean. Raycon is known for delivering high-quality and thoughtful features at half of the price of other premium tech brands, It's no wonder their products have racked up tens of thousands of five-star reviews. So to get everyone in on the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, Raycon is currently offering 20% off everything on their site. And with select products up to 50% off. So beat the crowds now and save now. Trust me, you do not want to miss out on Raycon's early Black Friday sale. Hurry now to buyraycon.com slash THPN to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off of Raycon products. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. Anyway, 
uh, let's move on here. Sorry for that. I just, it annoyed me so much that I really needed to talk about that at length to get it off my chest. And it's still going to irk me. So it's still going to get brought up next, next podcast because the New York Rangers are constantly victims of bad officiating. It's just the truth. And there's no denying it now because it's either that, um, you know, it's either that, you know, the, the officiating is so incompetent, which I don't really think it is. I just think that there's clear a clear agenda that they're just not going to give the New York Rangers a break. They'd rather lift the rest of the league, keep the Rangers down because they, we do the best financially. We're you know we're the you know the number one ranked um, organization in the NHL in terms of net worth. So you know there there's they don't care about us. They don't need us to win to for the league to make money. They'd rather lift the bottom feeders. They'd rather watch a team like the Devils win um, because, you know, despite, you know, them thinking that they're the greatest thing since fucking sliced bread, you know, they still need the NHL to get involved and help help lift them. Same thing with Columbus, the bottom feeders financially because they can't get, you know, <clears throat> uh, you know, fans consistently go, you know, even even when the fans uh, or fans, the teams are bad, you know, so the, again, you know, they'd rather push the Rangers down and lift everybody else up to get on our level. Um, but you can't do that. You can't artificially do that. It's not going to happen. The hockey gods will get involved, especially with a hardworking team like the New York Rangers. But anyway, Jimmy VC gets his first goal, uh, just a rebound hunter. Uh, you know, all night that kid was just up and down the ice working his, his butt off. And, you know, hard work pays off, especially against the team that does a lot of puck watching, like the New Jersey Devils defenseman are going to have to take a lesson in not just like positioning, but like, like um, if there's a transition within the zone of the play, their, their defensemen puck watch. They, they don't, they're never in the position of, of being able to defend because once the play changes, they're resistant to, to move, um, you know, and you, and you saw it on, well, anyway, we'll get there. You know, the, the plot scores off a weak shot. I thought Igor probably should have had that. Um, but it was a power play goal. You know, Devils went one for one. Rangers went one for three. You know, you kind of technically lost that battle. But, um, you know, on the, on the score sheet, it was equal. Um, you know, and then Hall, of, of course, he fucking scores. He always scores against us. Uh, he gets a goal, uh, you know, puts it in. The Devils take a 3-2 lead. Then, you know, Artemi Panarin, a fucking rip. An absolute missile, you know, that was such a big goal off the face off loose puck again devil's poor positioning you know you, you i don't know it's just i don't know how you allow a player to take a clean shot like that in front of the net of course he places it in a per- perfect position goes in three three tie and you know the boys were just rolling from there again vc you know with that play from pitlick and trocheck it was just such a beautiful play um, you know, not that it was just tic-tac-toe, but it was just so well executed. You know, it had the drop pass. It had, you know, VC cutting to the middle as the shot was taken. He stays with it. He beats the devil's defensemen. Um, you know, the devil's defensemen were just puck watching, you know, they didn't play for the rebound. They didn't play to box out any bodies. You can't let a forward, you know, turnstile you, you know, you know, to go for a rebound. It just, that shouldn't happen either. You know, you need to, 
clear the gap after the shot and retreat back to the net to get a rebound, you know, or you, you kind of have to interfere with VC. You cannot let some Rangers get a clear, you know, uh, rebound like that. And VC, you know, I give him credit. It was very nice. It wasn't just, you know, a tip, you know, a shot and he just like bang home the rebound. You know, he had the, you know, position his body and, you know, swing himself around and, and then he's, you know, scores on his backhand. So yeah, four, three Rangers. And then Wheeler gets the empty net and New York Rangers, uh, win a hockey game and they get, you know, two points, uh, another two points that separates us, us and the devils. Uh, so as you know, I'm speaking right now, the New York Rangers are sitting atop of the Metro division with 25 points and 15 games played just, you know, an 833 point percentage, which is remarkable. I obviously spoke about this and I keep saying it every week is that, you know, you just never expected the Rangers, uh, to be in this position after 15 games, you know, of the last 10, nine, Oh, and one with a four game winning streak, five and one at home and seven, one and one on the road, which is just huge. And we're winning these games in overtime again, which is awesome. And the one loss that we had, you know, was an overtime loss. So we still got a point, you know, against uh, Minnesota there. So yeah, it just, again, it, this team fucking battles. They don't, they don't give up. They stick to their guns and, you know, watching this team against the New Jersey devils and the speed, listen, the devils are a good team. Offensively, they are a remarkable team and they're going to make things happen. They're going to get opportunities. And the New York Rangers did a really good job of limiting those to one and done chances. You know, you never felt like the devils were just like, you know, a chance. And then, the play continues 10 seconds later, another chance. And then, you know, another chance with a, with a rebound and they eventually score. It's like, no, the Rangers were able to stay calm, regroup, get possession of the puck and move the puck out and, you know, live to see another day. And those one and done possessions are huge. You know, it's huge in the defensive zone when, you know, and I think it was even mentioned too, that the devils at first, you know, we're actually kind of doing that to the Rangers where the Rangers had a hard time sustaining, you know, long-term pressure in the, in the devil's, you know, D zone. But, you know, again, it's just that team just falls apart defensively sometimes. And it's just, I don't know what the fix is. I really don't, you know, and, and not that I even give a shit. Uh, I hope this team folds, uh, but you know, they're going to have to find ways to keep the puck out of their net. I mean, 62 goals against this so far this season, it's, it's unacceptable for a team that everyone thought was a lock to finish top two in the Metro, uh, with the Carolina hurricanes. I mean, both these teams have trouble keeping the puck out. Um, you know, uh, the, at least the Carolina hurricanes have, you know, cleaned up their act a little bit. They looked really good in their last 10, seven, three, no, but the devils, man, they're, they're going to have to figure it out. And, you know, they can only play 500 hockey for so long um, before they, you know, have to, you know, eventually clean this up. Because the one thing around this league is that if you're not going to, you know, take pride in the defensive zone, goals are going to be scored for, on you. And it's going to be tough. I mean, look at Detroit, you know, another team that gives up a bunch of goals and they just can't always outscore their problems on any given night. Uh, and that's that's a recipe for 500 hockey, you know. And you look at like a team like the Islanders who can't score goals, but they – well, I shouldn't say as of now, they, they, you know, Sorokin was doing a good job of, of keeping the puck out. Uh, but, you know, even that hasn't been the case. And now they're two, four and four in their last 10. And uh, they find themselves, you know, dropping in the standings. It's tough, man. It is tough. And, uh, you know, again, you know, the New York Rangers, 
if you look at what their abilities, you know, what they're, what they're able to do and their ability to keep the puck out of the net, it's just been awesome. You know, they don't always, they don't always have to outscore their problems. They can play defense. They lock it down. They shut down teams. They, they, you know, uh, are, are able to find ways to win outside of, you know, we're going to have to put in seven because, uh, we gave up six. Um, and that's why the Rangers have a goal differential of plus 18, 52 goals for 34 goals against, you know, where the devils are at 59 goals for and 62 goals against for a minus three differential. It's just, it's not a good recipe for them, you know, and they, they're going to have to figure it out because these good teams uh, with, you know, especially teams that play really good team defense and keep the puck, you know, out of their net, you know, Boston being one of them, the Rangers, um, you know, even Washington is finding uh, ways to win hockey games, uh, playing, you know, solid defense and not letting teams score. Uh, Vegas is another one. Uh, you know, Vancouver, Vancouver it does a great job. But Vancouver, man, they have a real fucking uh, ability to score. You know, I think they have the most goals in the NHL. So, yeah, it's just uh, pretty remarkable uh, so far for the New York Rangers as we are 15 games in and we are 12-2-1 with 25 points. So uh, next up on the uh, you know schedule for the Rangers, uh, I'm pretty sure they – hold on one second, of course. I like the schedule memorized until I have to actually pull it up from memory. Oh, Dallas. Duh. Uh, I, w- I wasn't sure if it was Pittsburgh, Dallas or Dallas, Pittsburgh, but the New York Rangers are continue their r- mini road trip here with uh, on the road against Dallas on Monday. So when you're listening to this, the Rangers play tonight at eight. Uh, again, I, I don't want to say a must win, but, um, uh, or a game where it's okay to lose. Um, just be competitive here. Uh, we can definitely beat Dallas. Uh, you know, Dallas is an interesting team this year. Uh, you know, they, they are off to a good start and, you know, they're the you know best team in the central as, as of right now. Um, you know, but they kind of got beat up by Washington. Um, you know, I don't know. I just, they find ways to win, but I'm just not impressed with Dallas. I thought they'd be a little bit cleaner uh, in terms of, uh, you know, their play. But that's only from, you know, the little game, bit of watch of the team. You know, I have Jason Robertson on my fantasy team. I have Ottinger uh, on my fi- fantasy team. So I do pay attention to this team. Um, yeah, so I would imagine Ottinger's in because they – yeah, he didn't play last game. So uh, Ottinger's going to be in net against the Rangers. Uh, I'm curious to see if the New York Rangers – uh, push Igor and let him play another one here, or they let him sit. And, you know, the New York Rangers are going to have to play, uh, you know, Pittsburgh on the road, uh, on Wednesday. And then we're back again on black Friday, uh, 1 PM against the Philadelphia Flyers and the Flyers, um, in the history of their organization have never lost a 1 PM game, uh, especially to the New York Rangers. So that's an automatic loss. Uh, you don't, that game actually do, might not even be played. They might just award the Philadelphia Flyers those two points. And currently the Flyers are, I think they're playing right now. Um, yeah, I think they're winning like 5-2 against Columbus. But uh, yeah, so again, the New York Rangers, uh, a huge win against the New Jersey Devils. There's nothing more I can say. This team is just chugging along. There, there's, 
you know, you just want them to stay healthy, uh, stay focused, uh, you know, beat the teams that you should beat in the standings, play 500 against the best teams, and you're you're going to be sitting pretty come, you know, game 50. So, uh, yeah, I, I, again, a couple road games here just feels like we're always on the road. Uh, but, you know, again, just keep keep pushing the pace and keep playing lockdown defense, you know, buy into this system because it is working. Uh, and, you know, Artemi Panarin is carrying the load here. Just wait until, you know, Kako and Zibanejad and Kreider can figure out their play five on five, um, you know, because that second line looks really good. Uh, and the third and fourth line, Will Cooley looks good. You know, Wheeler's looking a little bit more solid. Yeah, it's just, you know, we're all coming together. Defensively, you know, offensively, we're just chugging along here. You know, even keeled, no roller coasters. The ups and the downs, that's for me. Everyone else stay even keeled. Uh, and uh, let's get a, you know, a couple more. Let's take, let's take thousands of bonus games. We get points out of that game, icing on the cake. Let's beat the fuck out of Pittsburgh. Um, you know, keep them at the bottom of the standings and uh, let's, need, uh, let's beat another Eastern Conference team. So everyone, thank you for listening. Andy and I will be back again on, I guess we would have a podcast dropping on Thanksgiving. So uh, yeah, so stay tuned for that. Thank you for listening to the Broadway Boys podcast. Be sure to follow us on X at Broadway Boys Pod and please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.